All right. Welcome back to the Village A podcast. This is going to be lap seven. Uh, we got quite a bit to talk about, actually, this weekend. Um, even though we didn't have a race um, since fucking Russia invaded Ukraine, we didn't have this race this weekend. Fucking assholes. But we do sure. have a lot to, to talk about regardless. So we'll get into first thing we got to talk about, I think, um, FIA released schedule for next year, bro. Um, we got some changes from this year. We got some big changes, actually. Um, dude, 24 races. That's going to be a... Uh... Pretty uh, pretty high uh, workload for everybody. Yeah, it's gonna be a shit show, I think. Um, I mean the workload. Yeah, you're right. I mean the workload's gonna be insane. I saw, I saw this tweet from uh, this guy Pablo Elzadi. Um, he did all the math between races, um, like how far they're gonna fly between races and everything. If even if you don't fly home between some of these races, like if the drivers don't ever fly home, you're traveling 133 thousand five hundred and seventy kilometers wow yeah over 24 races that's unbelievable and that's not including anyone flying home so that's just how far away is the how far away is the moon how far away is the moon oh that is that is a great question space facts coming at you on the dude this is the village (laughs) a podcast how far away is the moon (laughs) in kilometers is It is uh, all right. It's two hundred and thirty-eight thousand nine hundred miles. Let me see how many fucking kilometers that is. All right. So, well, uh, while we figure that out, I got another little fact for you, um, <laughs> dude. They, I think the FAA kind of fucked up their scheduling too, um, because did you call them the FAA? The FIA. <laughs> I do that all the time. Dude, yeah, I know we we always get we always get fucked up because you're flying and everything. Flight? Yeah, we always get screwed up. Uh, so yeah, I have my my flight instructor hat and my podcast Formula One hat. <laughs> Do we get? It's hard to get. It's hard to get. Keep track of everything. Uh, so, so kilometers to the moon. It's about we're about halfway to the moon. It's three hundred eighty-four thousand kilometers to the moon, and boys are going to be traveling one hundred thirty-three thousand kilometers. So we're flying about half. We're well past the ISS. So. Yeah, these guys are going oh, yeah. a long distance. <laughs> well, so halfway to the moon, dude. Halfway to well, the fucking moon. Well, dude, isn't fucking isn't space considered a hundred thousand kilometers away? Isn't that like the uh the zone of like uh, the F <sighs> the FAA considers space like a hundred hundred thousand uh, kilometers? I'm pretty sure I watched a weird video, YouTube video on the other day, the first man to go to to accidentally fly into space, and I'm pretty sure the condon the condon line is a hundred thousand kilometers. Just like with anything with the FAA, space has multiple definitions. Yeah, but like the Condon line at like is like the first le- like layer of space. I'm pretty sure it's 100,000 kilometers. So yeah, the thing as far like, as like boys are traveling a long fucking distance. As far as like what I do is concerned, like the class Alpha airspace ends at 60,000 feet. Um, I don't know how many kilometers. I would consider is. that like low space. I don't know. Yeah, well, these boys are they're traveling pretty much <laughs> to space. I would say they're traveling. <laughs> Well, about well and beyond space. So yeah, F FIA well, yeah, obviously, dude, halfway to the moon. <laughs> yeah, dude, twenty four races. That's insane. And I mean, but also, I think don't really understand the how the logistics of F one. You realize that they're not using the same like setup every place. Yeah, so like, so like the stuff that stays in North North America, um, usually stays in North America. So like as far as far as like you know like the pit box setup. 
and their tools and everything. So not all of that stuff travels with them a hundred percent of the time. It's kind of, they've got, they've got like it's stashed in in locations around the world. That's how they kind of get away with doing those flyaway races, not in order. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. They definitely like, they keep like for all the U S races, I'm sure they keep some stuff centrally located or keep them at places just so it's easier to travel. But dude, just some, some of the insane travel they're going on, they're going from Vegas on November 18th. And then eight days later on the 26th, they're in Dubai. That's 8,187 miles. They have to travel all of that, that entire product in eight days from Vegas to Abu Dhabi. I mean, wow. that's, that's just, that's wild. And then they've got to use the same chassis, so that the cars are going to have to be flown. But I mean, oh yeah, that's no... oh yeah, they're every the whole the whole product. I'm saying they're in eight days because Vegas to Abu Dhabi. That's one of the last few races of the year. Um, it actually is the last two races of the year. Vegas and then Abu Dhabi are the last two races on the schedule, and, are... and they're eight uh... days apart, bro. I mean. That's just that's a lot. That's a lot to ask for 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 these teams. So that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be interesting. Um, what I, I was saying about live. what I was saying about these guys getting or the, them fucking up the schedule. Uh, I saw that on what is this? Um, on sorry, I this um, on the thirtieth of July. They have scheduled the they have scheduled spot right on July thirtieth. But on Spa's website, July twenty eighth and thirtieth is the twenty four hours of Spa. So someone fucked that up would... there. Someone <laughs> fucked up there. So we don't that know what. Probably... I don't know what's gonna happen there because the twenty four hour race is like a twenty four hour race, and it goes through <laughs> July thirtieth. And the FIA has scheduled the Spa race on July thirtieth. They should just have the Formula cars race through the pack. Oh my god, Dad, that would be <laughs> unbelievable. Talk about Netflix like numbers, dude. They want to do drive to survive to the next level. That's how they freaking do it, Nick. What an idea. <laughs> dude, I mean, they already have like three different levels of cars on the 24 hour spot, right? Yeah, just throw the formula cars in there and make them race not 24 hours, make them do a Grand Prix length race. And they have to, uh, they're going to have imagine, to weave. Imagine the standing start just having cars just <laughs> have to like go on the grass beside them for the first, like, while they're all on grid. <laughs> <laughs> or like cars just get like stacked up behind them while they have to do the while they're doing like the parade lap. Oh my god, the inter. So we have some, that would we be have fun. interesting races. So I kind of want to go line by line and kind of get both of our thoughts on every race for uh, next year. For next year, yeah. Let me pull. Let me yeah. pull up the full schedule real quick. All right, I got it. Do you have it up? Yep. Well, I have it. Just so everyone knows, we have it posted on our new Instagram page. Uh, we started a new page, the village a podcast on Instagram. So if anyone wants to see the full schedule, we do have that posted on there. Um, that's where I pulled it up. So which, uh, which race do you want to talk about, bud? Well, I just wanted to kind of go line by line. So, uh, obviously, you know, some of them aren't, aren't new, so we can just kind of glaze over those ones like secure. Yep. Yep. Um, first, pretty much first three are pretty much not news until we get to, uh, China. Are we, I'm glad that jet is coming back. True. True um so china so that we've raced there when was the last couple. time we, we yeah we raced there we've we definitely raced there before um uh two, you know 2000 yeah 2020 i think was last year right before i think covid killed it uh, I, I imagine it would have 
Uh, the last F1 race in China was... Uh, 2004. No way. Uh, no, sorry, 2004 to 2019. Yeah, so 2019, yeah. And <clears throat> Lewis I think Hamilton. I was on for 2020, but we never went there. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton uh, won six times there out of 16. <laughs> so it's an interesting track. It's got a lot of good straightaways. There's some good opportunities to pass, especially into the uh, final uh, straight. Yeah, it's pretty long. Um, it's a pretty long track. It's 3.3 yeah. miles. Um that carousel at the end of the main straight has uh, some, in, there's a, a couple different lines you can use through there. So it could allow for some, some two wide passing. I, I think it's a decent track. It's, 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 it's not like one of those tracks that you like, Oh, I'm so excited for like spa or Monza, it, but it, it's not a terrible track. It does offer some passing. So that's good. And then the next race is Baku. Uh, I hope that's on the calendar for I fucking love that race. Pretty much forever. I think it will be. Yeah. It's it's Monaco, but good. <laughs> um, Miami. My, after that, that's a that's a debut race, baby, on May fifth or May seventh, actually May seventh. Miami debut. What's that? Did Miami this year, dog? No, this is uh, the new track around. Like I think it's a new track around um, around the stadium. That was the same track we used last this year. I thought they said. I, oh, I thought it was a debut this year. My bad. Yeah. So. Uh, my only request is that they get rid of the fake fucking boat shit. That was oh so- the fake the fake water. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. The, the 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 dock at they had to like they tried to, they tried to replicate Monaco. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was super lame, dude. Dude, you could I mean from the sky you could even tell like even the the blimp photos or the 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 drone photos that they wanted to make it look like water. Dude, it was so clearly fake. It was disgusting. Even if they would have put water there, like filled like a swimming pool, it was still wouldn't look. It's fucking Miami. There's, I think they were like forty five <laughs> feet away from a real dock. Like what the fuck? <laughs> what were they thinking? Just get some bulldozers, no, dig it, out a little canal, and you're you done. Fart. What are you talking about? I get this Isn't... is Formula One. They have money. Like what do we? Where we built like cardboard water, dude? What are we talking about? That was also the most watched race in Formula One history. I know, and it was a bad look for the brand. <laughs> yeah, like, everyone's like, "What the hell?" Because we had so many non-Formula One fans just tuning, in, like, "Oh shit, this is in Miami this year." Like, well, it was at prime time, like three o'clock in the afternoon here. So, yeah, wake up yeah. at six to watch the race, like we do every day. Oh yeah, dude! Uh, everyone in <laughs> everyone in the UK is bitching that they have to wake up at six a.m. every time for the this, the Vegas race. All of them, I saw them crying. Yeah. Oh my god, six a.m. out. I know every every fucking race, dude. That's exactly what Except I. I Except for three. <laughs> Dude, I tweeted. Yeah, exactly. I tweeted. Out, I was like, stop complaining. I was like, that is literally our everyday schedule. We have to wake up at fucking 5 a.m. to catch qualifying and the Grand Prix. And you just have three races a year. Like, get over it. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how warm, of welcome, uh, warm of a welcome it got, but I don't fucking care, dude. That three, We get three <laughs> good races a year. Dude, Australians have it worse. Yeah, they probably do. It's at like, what, 11 p.m.? No, some. I don't, I don't know. I if you're Australian, let us know how it is. Yeah, if, yeah, if you're Australian, tweet <laughs> us and see if and let us know if it's worse than waking up at 5 a.m. Because <laughs> right now ours sucks. But hey, um, we're dedicated Formula One fans, so we'll wake up for every goddamn race. Isn't that right, buddy? That's right. Uh, so the next, next one, uh, Amelia. Yeah, buddy. Um, so I fucking love this track. Uh, I'm so glad it's back. If you guys don't remember, this is the uh, the track that. Uh, 
Lewis and Max had a great battle last year, and um, this is the one where uh, fuck, what's his name? George Russell uh, took out Valtteri Botas. Oh yeah, and he started complaining <laughs> immediately, and he started to fight him in the cockpit. <laughs> Dude, that was the yeah. moment. That was the moment I was like, fuck George Russell for life. I'm on the I joined the fucking fan club. Fuck George Russell for life fan club. Oh my god. That was the bitchiest drive I've ever seen out of anyone. Thank you He's for like, bringing I turned that in. Up. He turned in on me. It's like, no, dog. No, dog. You <laughs> went on the grass and spun. Like, what do you mean he turned? Like, how did you feel that? <laughs> what are you talking about? And he gets out of the car. And goes up to Valtteri and starts like smacking him on the helmet, like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "Bro, you're gonna get your ass beat by that Finn." Yeah, dude, I wouldn't fuck it. Like Valtteri Botas is the last guy I fuck with. Oh no, you kicked my ass, bro. <laughs> or him and Kimmy. Finn's scared me. I don't know. Oh yeah, dude. They, I think they just don't have much fear. I think they're just like, yeah, let's <laughs> let's fucking go, regardless of consequences. <laughs> and that's uh, the way they drive, which is fantastic. So, yeah, absolutely. So uh, next, next one. Is- Monaco, Monaco, baby. Are you ready for the news? What's the news? Resigned until 2025. That's not very... I think Monaco can't go anywhere. Dude, I know. I mean, it's everyone wanted to see the resigning, and we got... What is that? Two three years? more years, but that does scare me that in three years they might not resign, because you would think that they would just... Like, I would want that to say 15 years, you know? Yeah, like, you would think that it would be 10 plus, but yeah. a three-year deal, I mean, I don't know. It's kind well, of, you yeah, know, you're right. That does kind of scare me that Monica might be gone, but it's dude, it's almost, it's a classic track that has to stay. And it's just a track that's you win the race off qualifying. And everyone knows that. Um, cause you can't really pass at that track. There it's, was one on track overtake last year. Just one. And that, and, and that was, uh, do you want, do you want, do you want to know who it was? Tell me. Was it Mazepin being overtaken by, Course it was. Please tell Mick me. It was, Sch- please tell me it was like Lewis or Max lapping it. No, it was Nick Schumacher. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> <laughs> the the battle for twentieth, baby. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah. So I mean, it's not a track that you can pass on, and everyone knows. Like, if you just want to win Monaco, you win. You win it at qualifying, except if you're Charles Leclerc. So you win it in the pit box, baby. That's how you win Monaco. Honestly, yeah, that's very true, and that's how that's how far I lost it this year, right? Right. That's the <laughs> Ferrari fucked that up royally. Yeah, bad. Um, so next one, Barcelona. I yep. mean, regular. That stays. Oh. Yeah, nothing special. Canada. Canada's cool. Canada's gonna be fun. We. It's nice. It's another race we don't have to wake up super early for. Yeah, that one's gonna be sort of on our schedule. Like it's probably gonna be like a nine a.m. race for us. It's on East Coast time. I'm pretty sure. Um. Like at noon for you. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it's probably gonna be around noon. Cause it'll be about one o'clock for me, and it'll probably be like two to three o'clock on the East Coast. That's cool. So that's oh. it. We got four races. Fuck, fuck the UK. Yeah. F- <laughs> Speaking of the UK, they're coming up next or in two. <laughs> in two. Yeah. Austria Red Bull Ring. Everyone knows. Yeah, everyone knows who's gonna win that one. So let's just move past it. So Silverstone, one of my favorite tracks. Hey, that's how we got our freaking uh, our name, baby. One of, one of the main reasons we got our name. So yeah, <laughs> anyone in the village A there, hit us up. Let us know that you're there. We might be there. We're gonna see if we can make yeah, that's that. That's gonna be that's gonna be a race we have to go to at some point. Yeah, we'll see if we'll make that work. Maybe not next year, but maybe the year after. Yeah, it's gonna be a race that this podcast has to go to. Um, the next one, and my passport's coming in in the next couple of days. So hey, that means we can go. Yeah, passport. 
Classic you need American. to get classic American. Get one, dude. It's like 50, 60 bucks. I know. I'm actually trying to get a uh, a Northern Irish passport. Uh, I guess if I apply it to something online that I'm part Northern Irish, that they'll just send me a passport, and I don't. It's, I can just be part citizen there, which is fucking cool. <laughs> Okay, we need a U.S. passport for us. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, I, get it, I, get I think you can go anywhere that need a passport. I'm just dual citizen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the world hates... I don't think there's... I have, like, sanctions in Northern Ireland. You know who hates the Northern Irish? The <laughs> U.K.? <laughs> no. Who? Irish. Yeah, the Irish. Yeah, the Irish, the Scottish, every, everyone. <laughs> they're, they're just on their fucking own in that little <laughs> island. Of they're like, hey, fuck everyone. We're doing our own thing. <laughs> well, they're part of the U.K. <laughs> So if that's the case, then that would make that you don't need a passport to go to uh, yeah. Silverstone because you're a citizen of the I'm UK. I'm already a citizen of the UK, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. So I'm just working on that. That We'll see if that actually happens or not. But yeah, I'll, I'll have to get a passport to go to Silverstone. We'll make that happen. Um. Okay, so then what's next? I got lost. Hungry. Budapest. Yep, Bud. Um, Everyone likes Budapest. Yeah, it's going to be a fun race. I've, I've been to Budapest. Uh, have you? Yeah, not to the race. But I've been to the city. It's a beautiful city. Uh, my fit. Well, we got Belgium next. One of my tied for favorites, Spa. Zandvoort. We had a good race there. Dude, Spa is probably my favorite. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Regardless, uh, dude, I don't know. Regardless of shit weather every time, and it always fucking ruins my. I always, I always have to take a we cold shower. We didn't get much. We got. No, dude, we got. We had a little bit of weather in like qualifying i thought maybe something we got a little bit of something because we did a we did a weather report on uh, on the pod and it was going to be like it was gonna be like really humid and possible rain i think and we got like a little sprinkle towards the end yeah but it wasn't it wasn't a boner kill so that was good um we got and then, netherlands after that max is gonna win that one um <laughs> hey you know what i'm noticing <laughs> now that we're reading huh. through all this uh because we're catching up to where we're at right now is uh italy um and Singapore. That's pretty much where we're at on the schedule um, now, I think, right? Because Singapore's up next. I don't know yeah. if they, re- they rescheduled it. Singapore's a little bit later this year, right? No, Singapore was right after. Last race we had was Monza. Oh, uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it's right there. You know what I noticed? Russia's not there. Yeah, Russia's not there. Obviously, Russia's fired. I think, yeah. They're, um, I, think they're just done. I think they're just done completely. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Russia. You're... Oh, speaking of speaking of which, I don't, I don't know if this is true or not or if it was just a meme, but it seems real. So Tell apparently me. Nikita Mazepin is starting a foundation for like fired Russian athletes. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> so I wonder what they're going to do. I don't know. Well, we'll keep you updated on that. That sounds like fun. Um, moving on. <laughs> Singapore is <laughs> a track. I actually like there's not much overtaking there, but. The fact that it's like kind of a cool track and a cool location, and the fact that it's a city with like a, a street race at night under the lights is pretty fucking cool. Um, the drivers actually hate it. Yeah, night races are they they're tough, bro. Well, the drivers don't like it because even in in Singapore, it's so humid. It's like a hundred degrees at night still. Yeah, that's um, which honestly is probably why we're doing this. It's starting to move later in the year, so October should be. Yeah, hopefully it's actually not that bad this year. Oh no, it's still in September. It's it, I don't know. We'll see how it is. We'll check the. We'll do a weather report before that one. So remind me of this time next year. Um, yes, 
Actually, we can do a weather report this year. Yeah, you'll have to look one up for this one because that's our that's our next race coming up. We'll have to talk about we'll talk about Singapore at the end of the podcast. We'll get our reviews and or we'll get our reactions. Um and everything we'll think we'll get our fucking what am I talking about here? We'll get our Roger. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. Um <laughs> for Singapore, Predict- we'll get we'll get our um predictions and predictions and that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you there, bud. <laughs> yeah, anything I can do. Holy next shit, is that was uh, ugly. next is uh Suzuka. I think we're all happy to see that one again. Yep. Um then this is an in- the next one's interesting. Well, Qatar. Yeah. That's Why? a new one. That's a debut race. Oh yeah. And so that, it is dude, the low sale. I bet that tracks that tracks gonna be fast as shit, I bet. That's gonna be fun. I've seen some I've seen some pictures of it. It looks so cool. So here's 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 my thing about this. Is so Lo Sale is famously a MotoGP track. And I have a theory that a great MotoGP track is a trash Formula One track. Yeah, it's too small. It's not too small. It's just that the, the way that motorcycles like these long flowy corners, I, I just think that it doesn't provide F1 cars enough time, to, like enough straight line distance for like DRS. And also uh, it makes for an entertaining, like looking race for F1 because F1 cars going around these 200 mile an hour corners looks unreal. It looks so cool on camera um, doing a little like top of eighth gear corner. Like that's just fun to watch. But there's no place to pass. You're right. There's and there's only usually on a MotoGP track. There's only like one long straight. So there's only they make up and three let, DRS. They make up three DRS zones, but they're not. And, not long and, let, to do anything. and let me prove this to you. So Barcelona, what what is your thought on Barcelona on the F1 calendar? Same, same every year. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not bad. It's not yeah. great. It is a phenomenal MotoGP track. Really. Yeah. No, the MotoGP there is fun to watch. So that's my theory, is that if it's a good MotoGP track, it's maybe not the best uh, F1 track, but that's just my opinion, and prove me wrong. I hope it's a great race. Fuck yeah. All right, moving on. Um, moving on. Is that Coda? My home race, baby. Coda. That's me. Grand fun. Prix of Texas. Dude, I love that place. <laughs> I thought we'd change it to the Grand Prix of Texas. Dude, we should, dude. We should. We should, but dude, <laughs> you haven't seen story. the Texas. You haven't seen the Texas flag on the F1 calendar. That would be so cool. <laughs> I feel like every Texan wants that, <laughs> dude. I, I think Daniel Ricardo wants that. Dude, I feel him, like, dude, he had the time of his life at Coda last year, driving Richard Petty's uh, forty-three car, wearing a cowboy hat, doing donuts. Dude, Danny Rick had the time of his life last year. Could not yeah, have been happier. He uh, definitely, dude. That's why had, I thought he was going to race uh, V8 supercars or something after his F1 career, but he stated he doesn't want to do that right now. But he, dude, he was driving the balls off of Richard Petty's cars, like, and he was, dude. His smile was ear to. He had like the open face helmet on too. It was the fun, like the old school Dale Earnhardt helmet. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen watching him drive a NASCAR around Coda. That was that was amazing. Um, so I think that. Sean and I will probably realistically be able to make that race. Yeah, I was thinking. Um, uh, we I do have that written in my notes. Um, which fucking race are we going to? Um, so I do have that written in my notes. Uh, to bring that up. So I was thinking that one or Vegas. Um, since uh, you're close to Coda and I'm close to Vegas. Um, 
I, I think realistically, though, uh, I'll be living in Denver by that time. Really? Um, but I think as far as like accommodations and uh, us being able to actually get a decent seat for if we want to do some live stream stuff for the pod, um, it's going to be easier for us to do at Coda. Just yeah, because I, I, Miami I, was impossible to get into this year. And I feel like Vegas is going to be the same way. Yeah, I, I haven't checked for Vegas because um, I'm a part of uh, MGM Rewards and everything. So I checked my rewards and every single MGM hotel uh, is blocked is blacked out for that weekend. I tried to get a I tried to get a room at the Bellagio facing the fountain, which would be facing the track. I was going to like, boom, I'm, I'm going to book a room in the Bellagio so I can just basically get a ticket and watch it from my balcony. I'm going to get that a would- sweet ass room at the Bellagio and they're all blacked out. So next was- year, bro, next year, we just have to book all four weekends at the Bellagio before the FIA comes out with the schedule and boom, just cancel three of them. We have a ticket to the race in our hotel room. That's you just gave that out live on the air though. So now we're not going to be able to do it. That's, that's fine. No, every, everyone, every, we're all friends here on the pod. Everyone. Oh yeah. All my life. That's the play. Yeah, exactly. So if you're part of this pod, I think, I mean, if you're part of this pod, if you're one of the OGs listening to one of these top seven, one of our first seven uh, episodes, We'll see you in Vegas. I, I'm going to say that live on the pod now. We'll see you all in Vegas. You all make that plan here with us. We'll be there. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. That's 2024. Uh, we'll make that plan because I fucked it up this year because I didn't think about that plan <laughs> until after the fucking Bellagio blacked out all my rewards. So <laughs> moving past Vegas, what do we got next, bud? <laughs> all right. Uh, so we got after Austin, we got Mexico City, um, yeah. which – that's always, that's always fun. I hope Checo Dude, wins. I, I, just love I hope Checo wins every the year. The stadium is so yeah, the stadium is so fun. Dude, they have the um, they have it's literally like a sports stadium. They have like the it all like goes into it one actually, little like so bowl. it used to be it used to be a baseball stadium. Oh, is that why? Yeah, it literally goes in like a bowl area. It's so fun. Yeah, so it's it's actually was a stadium and when they built that racetrack, they just put it right through the middle of the stadium because that's the coolest shit ever. It looks dope as shit. <laughs> Dude, I always want Checo to win that race. His dad running around with the Mexican flag is my highlight. Is one of my highlights of the year because he's so funny. He's the proudest oh, yeah. dad in the world. So fun to watch. I think uh, Checo wins this year. I dude, I think he does too. I think Max just lets him. I think he's like, yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this is your race. This is your race, bud. Like you, you go out and win. Like I already won the championship. It's all over by now. Have it. I yeah, do. If I, I was Max, I would just defend for Checo. In that race, I'm gonna bet on that right now. After we get off this podcast, I'm gonna go find the fucking Mexican Grand Prix. It's still on the calendar. I'm gonna bet on Checker to win. <laughs> um, uh, so next is Brazil, uh, San Paulo, yeah, baby, the legendary Interlagos. Um, uh, I think this is gonna be the first time that Lewis is racing there as a citizen of Brazil. Is he a citizen of Brazil? He's an honorary citizen of Brazil. Yes, he is. That's a, that's a <laughs> how dude i don't know uh, i don't know how he pulled it off but he is uh, literally i think he's a citizen of the u.s the uk and brazil <laughs> so what a guy dude what yeah what a guy because dude he, he loves sin he loves Senna so much um he like dedicated like half of his fucking racing career to Senna. so i think brazil was like yeah here, here's a brazil flag you can flag you can wave too so that's cool so i think this is his first year um, officially driving as so we'll have to bring him up as a home race driver when we when we talk about our home <laughs> racers. <laughs> so next is 
Vegas. Next is Vegas. Uh, we kind of already we talked all about that. Plan. But we got we a plan for plan. 2024, so keep that in mind, y'all. Um, and the last race on the calendar. Yaz Marina. What's your thought on this track? Dude, it's fucking awesome. It's so fun. It's one of my favorites. It's there's This year, I bet there's going to be <laughs> so much passing. Because last year, even... With well, they fixed, they fixed the parts that they thought were kind of ruining the passing, which was one of them was that first uh, that chicane where it's like, why don't we just do the other chicane that, or get rid of the chicane and just do it as a hairpin, which is like already there on the track. It's yep. just like they had to change the route of like where the cones are. Yep. And they fixed that and that made another area for passing. And then on the backside, when you're coming through the hotel section, they cleaned it up and made it better for F1 cars to pass. So... I'm for it, dude. And dude. also, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be so fun. Even though we don't have, even though the season's not like crescendoing into Yas Marina like it did last year, it's still gonna be such a cool track, dude. The last corner is probably one of my favorites on the on the calendar. Um, and Max proved it last year. Just like if you push it just a little a little too hard, you're done. You know what my favorite part about Yas Marina though is what? I love it. I absolutely love it, especially like in the F1 game. Oh, dude, it's so fun. To, yeah. The pit lane exit. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Where you come out, you come out, you go underground. Under the tunnel, under the yeah, track. under the tunnel. <laughs> and, uh, dude, it's just, I don't know, it just gives me chills to think about how sick it is. And then in the in uh, Dallas, off of uh, Preston Road, where you go into uh, the Sam Rayburn Tollway, uh huh. Um, the on ramp is almost exactly like that. You're pretending like you're in Yasmir every time in your Mercedes, dude. Every you? time, every like, time. I, I, because in, <laughs> in, it's like the pit limiter, the pit restriction ends right before that turn where you go underground. Yeah. So, so yeah, every they time, can, like <laughs> they can hammer every, it underground. Every time I'm like going exactly sixty until I hit that turn, and then I just hammer it. Yeah, that is so fucking funny, bro. Oh my god. I feel like Lewis Hamilton in my. I bet you do in your bro. in your little C class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I make the noises damn. and everything. Well, dude, so right there, that was the 2023 calendar. That right there is 133,000 kilometers we just traveled. So good luck to the drivers. And if you guys need pilots to help uh, move that shit around, I am accepting offers. Yahtzee. <laughs> imagine, imagine if someone just hit you up from their podcast, like, "Hey, I heard you. Uh, heard you need a job." <laughs> next thing i know you're fucking flying around the world like all right that was fun podcast lasted like six episodes <laughs> but we'll talk about it after the season's over bud <laughs> i'd be like calling you like dude i'm with fucking max verstappen right now he's wasted dude you'd have to get you'd have to get him on the pod you'd have to do some like uh some mid-flight interviews with how fun would that be have him sit come sit in the jump seat and just talk to him exactly Dude, that would be a podcast right there. Jump seat pod. Cool. We'd have to change the name, but it'd be freaking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that would be funny. I don't know if I don't know the legality of that. <laughs> no, we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Yeah, it's not that hard. We'll get our we'll everything's get our legal the first. We'll get our lawyers on that. Everything's legal the first time. <laughs> um. So, dude, do you want to talk about um the drivers for next year? We got some change ups. Uh, we're gonna do the news. Yeah, we got some we got we got some news to talk about, dude. Even without a race, we got some shit that happened. Yeah, we got a lot of shit to talk about. And um, because I've been so busy this week, you I haven't much, heard a lot of it. So this much, is yeah, live you're, you're a little you're a little uh, out of the news right now. So I we're gonna get some uh, some live reactions. Um, so first one I got noted 
Uh, the most interesting man in F1 is retained. Do you know who that is, Nick? Uh, is it the one and only? The <laughs> one and only. Yuki Sonoda. Yuki Sonoda. <laughs> <laughs> so we got him. Uh, it looks like uh, AlphaTauri signed him to through 2023. So that's really cool. That's, he gives gets another year behind behind the wheel. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, we love Yuki. Uh, I mean, yeah, clearly we all love him, but do you think the drive is deserved? I'm going to just flat out ask you. <laughs> do I think he deserves to be here? Yeah. Do you think he should be driving still? Do you think that, do you think this is a good decision by AlphaTauri to, to keep him? Uh, I don't think it's a horrible decision. I think, I think, I mean, other drivers have said it about Yuki, especially guys that have came up with him in the junior ranks. He's an excellent wheelman. Yeah. And uh, he's good wheel to wheel. He's aggressive. Um, I agree. I, I think, think I think he deserves an, another year. I agree. So, you know, I I can I am right there with you. I wasn't gonna say. I think the question needed to be asked, but I think that he does deserve another year, especially with a new teammate. I think. Um, now I will say, okay, maybe you know this is his final year to really find his form and start getting the you know, you know, getting in the midfield battle that you know uh alfatari needs to be in yeah yeah they need to step it up a little bit um i mean you see i mean what what uh pierre gas is able to do with that car i mean he's consistent seventh seventh sixth seventh place yeah he's i mean do you um, think do you think pierre gas is going to stay at alfatari through 2023 or do you think he's going to move up i think he's going to go to alpine yeah that's the guys i feel like the consensus kind of around the around the, the path i think that would be cool for alpine to have uh two french drivers that'd be really cool um and I think that's kind of how they're going to market their brand. I mean, they're one of the largest car, car manufacturers in the world. They're based in France. Yeah, if they had uh, two French drivers, that would be unbelievable for their brand. I think that would really help help you know their own you know standing within the French public. Yeah, like oh, you know, you got a French F one fan. Oh fuck yeah, I'm going to buy a Renault because you know my people are resent, represented by my brand. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they'd be they'd be able to do a lot of marketing with those two guys. Yeah, I think that's the the business decision. Honestly, yeah, I mean, FE, when you look at it, F one is just a big business anyway. It's an entertainment business, but a business nonetheless. So they're, I think they'll make the right decision. And he's a fucking good driver, so why wouldn't you? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, why not? Um, second, um, second news for drivers: we got someone leaving. We have a new spot at Williams. Mr. Nicholas Latifi is done in Formula One. Um, not technically done in Formula One, but I think his career is over. Um, I don't think he's going to get another spot somewhere. If there's a team really desperate for money, they'll take it. Like desperate to sign someone that won't that doesn't need a lot of money themselves. Hot take. What? Say it. He has a shot with Haas next year. Mm. Uh, I mean. I don't know, dude. I think because remember, remember, I think Gunther's seen the success with um, with Kevin, and honestly, I I mean, Kevin hasn't had the best second half of the season, but he started so hot. I think, I think Gunther is, I think he'll just sign like Seb or someone over over Nicholas Latifi. But what I'm saying about the money situation is remember that Latifi's dad is worth more than Lance Stroll. That's true. Any team that signs Latifi gets a sizable donation from the Latifi family. What is and that's just the way what does Mr. Latifi do? Uh, so he is involved with uh, Ralph Moore. 
Oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, they got money. Um, and clothing outlets. So apparently he he was and any guys don't I don't I don't know the full facts, but apparently he he opened a bunch of Ralph Lauren out, outlets in Canada. Okay. And so his money's from the garment business, and he's worth more than Lance or uh, Mr. Stroll. Wow, dude. Um, you know Ralph Lauren's got one of the best car collections in the world. Yeah, we talked about this last pod. Did we? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we talked about someone else's car collection, but yeah, Mr. Freaking Ralph Lauren's got probably one of the best ever. Um, what else? So yeah, I think Nick Latifi's done. Um, but. That leaves a spot open at Williams. Um, we kind of talked about this before the pod. Um, little hot takes from both of us. Who do you think is going to take that spot at Williams? I think I think there's no question. Give my boy Nick DeVries the shot. My boy's ready. You think so? He's ready, dude. We've already I mean, seen what he can do in that car. I think I think he's definitely got a shot, but I genuinely I think it could be the American driver, Logan Sargent. Sergeant. Um, he's already a driver for Williams. He's an F2 driver. Uh, he got his first win this year. Um, I think he's third uh, on F2 on the board. Um, so he's a fucking good driver. And I think just being an American driver, I think that gives him a little bit of an edge. I don't know. Um, we got one fan question that kind of revolves around this. Um, I'll just throw it at you right now. Um, we got from Liam in Wyoming. Do you think if Logan is called up, it'll solely be based on skill and his driving accomplishments, or do you think that they'll call him up based on... Not in English. What's that? Uh, We're losing you there, Nick. And I think we might have lost our guy there. And we did lose our guy. Oh, is he there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, he's there. We just lost the video. My bad. Uh, you see, did, uh, so repeat the question because that got a little weird. Um, so if Logan, so someone Liam from Wyoming asks, do you think if Logan Sargent is called up, it'll be based on his driving accomplishments, or do you think it'll be based on the American interest in F1 going up so crazy? Um, so I think he's asking pretty much everyone's seeing how much the American interest in F1 is going up in the recent years. Do you think that they all just promoted an American driver that is? Technically qualified is very good behind the wheel, um, but maybe someone else should get the spot above him. Do you think that they, that's a possibility? I would. I, this is my argument. So after spending time, you know, in around the United Kingdom, um, and just knowing Williams is a very traditional English team. Yeah, I would say that that's probably one of the f- more countries than you'd think that honestly don't give a fuck if you're American. True. I, I really don't think they care about that. Okay. So, um, I think if 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 Williams had it their way, they'd have two English drivers. Um, but the other hand to that is, I I, I know that Logan Sargent's a, a qualified driver. Uh huh. But he's technically not next up on the list. True. Right. Yeah. Definitely. That's why. That's why I think the question kind of arises, like just because, and it's not because Logan's an American. I think it'd be. That Williams sees that the money value based on hiring F1. an American. Yeah, the, the money value based in, in F, an American F1 growing so rapidly that hiring an American driver would boost their revenue more than someone else would, maybe. 
I can tell you some of these old British they don't give a shit. fans that uh, uh, they they probably liked F1 better when America wasn't involved in it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you're um, probably right. So I think that's just a, that was a good question we got from Liam. That was um, a great question. So my answer is no, I don't think that. I think that Logan's got a shot, but I don't think it'll be based on him being an American. I think it'll have to be because of his driving accomplishments. And I think one win this year, I don't think is enough. No, I think I think Nick Nick DeFries has the seat already. Yeah, so that'd be cool. That'd be fun having pretty much what one three new seats next year is going to be really fun. Yeah, and I mean we saw what um, DeFries did against Latifi. Uh, yeah, dude, at the last race, DeFries is a good driver. He's a really good driver. I mean, he's he and he's next in line for that seat. So that's cool. Yeah, I like it because he's a he's a he's a Mercedes reserve driver. Yeah, so that's technically where he would go to get him ready for the uh, Mercedes seat eventually. Yeah, just like George, he's doing the same path that George Russell took. I mean, he mm-hmm. drove as mm-hmm. the backup driver for Mercedes and went to Williams, and he, now he's the second driver, possibly number one driver. Yeah, so just the way is the uh, the um, I also um, I have one little bit of news that I wanted to talk about on the pod. Tell me. So we all know that we don't know what the fuck's going on in F1. Really? Right. right. No one actually <laughs> and knows. And contracts, contracts don't matter. Right. No one actually knows anything. <laughs> so we thought originally that Aston Martin was going away. Right. That was that was reported. Right. Well, Aston Martin just founded their own driver's academy. Interesting. Which means now that they're building up a, a development program means that maybe they're thinking about trying to stick around. Dude, that might be the case now because of Audi's recent news that they're dropping out of the F1 uh, team. Yeah. Um, because no one could get their the rules and regulations approved in time. And there's just some fighting about all, all the teams getting getting it approved on the same for the same year. And so uh, Audi dropped out. They said, we're done. We're done with this bullshit. Fuck them. They're not going to listen to us. We're done. So I think that they told, I think after that, Asmar was like, shit, man. We could probably just stay, stick around, and keep this thing going. Yeah, I mean, now they have their own driver academy. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's They're pretty going to start cool, developing yeah. their own talent. I like that. I actually did follow uh, one of their e drivers on uh, Instagram the other day. He's a pretty cool kid. I I don't know how I got on it. I was just scrolling through through the page, and um, this kid he's an Aston Martin esports driver, um, <laughs> and he got to go to the last race and like drive the F two car for real. And I was like, damn, that's fucking. It's pretty cool that you can fucking just play video games growing up. And if you're good enough to drive and drive video games, you can eventually make your way into a real formula car. car. I was like, that's fucking rad. You know, honestly, I think, um, I think once, cause I was thinking, I was like, man, like I'd really like once we grow this pod, I really want to get mile high parlay, maybe on the written on a cup car or something like that. Right. Or, uh, like, on you any know, kind like, of, on like any a- race car. Yeah. <clears throat> like like uh f maybe like an scca like maybe like uh you know formula 458 or something like that yep um or even like a spec miata like that would still be cool oh dude, yeah thinking, any any car i was thinking maybe that we should uh consider maybe looking into maybe starting an esports team eventually dude i mean that would be i would honestly be the right financial decision because that stuff is growing faster than anyone would ever would have ever thought so yeah we could um, do like formula one and gran turismo like honestly those are the only those are the only video games i play nowadays um 
me and my brother, that's all we played growing up is just Forza, Forza, <clears throat> Forza, Forza. Um, so I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I got some skill behind the e-wheel. Yeah, I would, I would hire drivers. So we'd win. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I got, we got, I got. Hopefully, dude. Even if we get a fucking sim or something in our offices, we can. Um, if we can't get to unserving, that'd be cool for guests to come on and play the sim. I'd be the Gunther Steiner of uh, esports, dude. I hope so. I'd hope so. <laughs> I'd be sitting on the pit wall, dude. Speaking of um, of other like kind of race divisions and stuff, you were talking about like even like spec Miatas and stuff. Um, uh-huh. I just want to shout out. Um, our guy Will Power, uh, he's an IndyCar driver. He just won the, his second IndyCar championship. I uh, won back in 2014 when I was in college, uh, and I do remember that. And he just won this year, uh, second IndyCar championship, putting him in pretty rare company. Uh, I think there's only like five or six drivers ever um, to have two IndyCar titles. Uh, so that's pretty cool. He liked a couple of pictures on the on the new Instagram page, so I just wanted to give that guy a shout out. Nice. Um, and we always like big news around the more around the motorsports community and uh, IndyCar championships, pretty big news. So that's pretty cool. Any word from Kimmy, uh, about coming on the podcast? No, about, uh, just our Kimmy tracker. Oh, uh, I'm even tracking. I was going to say he's, he, I, he's not responding to my DM about coming on the podcast. Um, <laughs> that update is still the same, but, uh, our NASCAR Kimmy tracker. Uh, is still about the same. Um, he they said that he's probably going to be like a reserve driver. Um, and just do the the few um twisty tracks. Uh, and NASCAR. I don't think he's interested in doing doing the ovals. Um, just yet. But you get bored. Yeah, I think you get bored. And uh, honestly, I think he just he's a. I don't know how good of a driver he would be just doing a monotonous oval. He's good at taking corners and like looking at traffic, and he's good. He's a good driver. Not just. Well, I know some. I know some like uh, you know stock car guys, and, and driving on a circle track is a completely different skill. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. That's exactly what I'm saying. <clears throat> like he, it, it takes a different skill set, and Kimmy's driven his whole life on a, a completely different skill set. Yeah, I mean, and I'm saying, I'm not saying it being a good. I want to, I want to dispel as a, as a fan of racing. I want to dispel the, the notion that you know driving a NASCAR is easy because it is no, fucking not fucking hard. It is and the strategy involved the strategy involved and you know how to how to get these cars to go these you know five hundred mile races. It takes and at two hundred miles an hour the whole time is not easy. Yeah, so I've been in a, I've know. been in a couple pit I've I've had a I've been lucky enough to have a couple pit passes before and um been on the radio during um with the team during a NASCAR race and man it is much more technical and more advanced than I ever thought when I first went there and I'm and I've grown up being a NASCAR fan so when I first got my opportunity to be behind the pit wall it was pretty remarkable. Well, yeah, and then going from you know going from me like uh, my limited experience with NASCAR and then going into Formula One as a kid, I was like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, Formula One is just so Formula One is, is it's just another else. level. <laughs> <laughs> um, that does it does remind me though. I wanted to bring up I saw um, our guy Seb. But did you see his quote from this last weekend? Did he have a quote? He gave himself an, an in back in Formula One. <laughs> what did he say? already before this, before he's even retired? He gave himself an in. He goes, he says, he says, yeah, yeah, if I get bored in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you never know. I might come back uh, in another <laughs> in another capacity. Maybe it might not be driving, but I might be back. Um, so pretty much like he's like, yeah, if I get fucking bored in like a year, which I probably will, uh, you'll see me in the paddock um, doing something, which 
Meeks, now that you brought up the Aston Martin Driving Academy, that boy might be running it. That would be incredible. Imagine the get those guys getting to learn from I mean, why, why, a four-time world champion. Why wouldn't you if you're Aston Martin? You tell your driver, you tell your current driver who's retiring, who just who just said he would like to be back in some capacity, not driving necessarily. Dude, the lead the the head of the Aston Martin Driving Academy. Can you, I take from this podcast that that's going to fucking happen. Can you imagine, like, and, and how much pull that would give their driving academy? Like, dude, and un- so- it, it would be it would be better than. <clears throat> honestly, I don't know how they could have better news to to have drivers want to join that academy over another one. Right, it's like recruiting for college football. A hundred percent. You know, so you're the up and coming, you know, karting champion. And you're looking, oh, am I going to sign with Mercedes' driving academy? Am I going to go to Red Bulls? Am I going to go to, you know, who am I learning? Why don't you, why wouldn't you want to learn from Sebastian Vettel, four time world champion? That's brilliant. Yeah. That's that's what I do. Hot take. That's what's going to happen for Ash Martin. If they're smart, they'll do that. And I think they are smart enough. Lauren Stroll, if you're listening, do that. Make that decision and give us some credit, please. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so I, I literally just thought about that live here on the pod. I now that because you brought up that the driving academy thing, I was like, dang, you know what? That might fucking happen. It's interesting. Um, so I got some uh, some other little tidbits I wanted to bring up. All right. This is kind of a funny question here. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> Can Max Verstappen beat Ferrari for the season points? So Max Verstappen currently has 336 points and Ferrari has a combined 406 points. So Max is only 70 points behind Ferrari with this, what, six races to go? I think that's totally possible. <laughs> yeah. For, for Ferrari to be, to be hoping for a world title this year to be maybe losing to Max combined <laughs> is bad news. Yeah. That's a tough look, dude. I, I think it's possible. I mean, I think it's very possible. I still think you know, Lauren or uh, Leclerc and uh, Carlos have a pretty good shot of getting some good points before the end of the season. I completely agree, one hundred percent. But dude, seventy points. I feel like that could very easily happen. Like, probably I mean, gonna have probably one or two more Max. DNFs. That's fifteen points there. I mean, no one's stopping Max this year. I, I, no. It's except for Checo in Mexico. Yeah, and then and, uh, and everybody believes that should happen, and I think Max would agree. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's possible. Yeah, I agree. I just I, I just think that I thought that was so fun. I was like, wow, that's got to be a tough look for a Ferrari to be looking at the points. I'm like, holy shit, how did we let this happen? This happened so fast. Unbelievable. Um, my next little thing we were going to talk about. Uh, I said, uh, which fucking race are we going to go to? Um, so we kind of already discussed that. We think we're going to hit Vegas or Dallas. Um, that'll be awesome. Yeah, awesome. Um, would be a good time. Vegas would got? be a great What time. else we got to talk about? Um, oh, I don't know if you saw. I fucking annihilated my phone at work uh, and lost all my fucking. So if we went we went dark for a little bit on the on the social media is because I annihilated my cell phone. Was that the day I was at my check ride too? So oh, like, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were all sorts of fucked up. You were at your check ride. <laughs> Um, I got that written down here. We got to talk about uh, all our personal stuff while we were off social media for a little bit. But, bro, I was driving a tractor. We were uh, we were aerating fairways. 
and like big, big big boy air rating like it's a forty thousand pound machine on the back of a sixty thousand pound tractor like it's a massive machine punching like eight inch holes in the ground and i'm just fucking chugging along at 0.9 miles an hour the whole day literally 13 hours the whole day just chugging along <laughs> da, 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 da. and all of a sudden my fucking music goes off i'm like that's fucking weird slap my pocket it's like oh maybe my phone fucking died or something i'm like oh Oh shit! Oh shit! I turn around, bro. My cell phone is punched. It's standing. <laughs> it's standing straight up. I'm like, no, no. I hop to do. I park the tractor real quick. I turn the machine <laughs> up, hop off. I run over to do it. My phone is punched. Half of the phone is punched. Eight inches into the ground, bro. I have to take a shovel and dig it out. The other half is still on the surface, just like straight up, dude. There's a hole through the bottom of my phone, snapped in half. Oh, brother, it is annihilated. So I wanted to say that's why I was off social media for a couple days. It's golden, dude. Dude, it was the worst thing. I It was at like 9 a.m. too. I did. I was just listening. I had nothing the whole rest of the day, bro. Fucking nothing. I was surprised too because like, I don't know if that was my check. Maybe it was. I think it was. It definitely was. It definitely was, bro. Maybe we the first. Because like, I could do I lost everything for like 48 hours, bro, because I had to go to ride. Like it was a show for me. It was a shit show getting getting a new phone, and I switched from a Samsung to an iPhone. So getting all my passwords, I had no password saved, so I had to reset everything. It was, it was a night. It was a nightmare for your boy. It, it was funny to me because usually, like, you and I communicate pretty regularly throughout the day. Yeah, I, I just went dark, <laughs> and I was like, I haven't seen it because, like, I was looking at our Snap streak. I was like, man, I haven't heard from fucking Sean. Dude, I went dark, dark. <laughs> It was bad, bro. Because I got off work at like four o'clock and then I had to go to like run right before they closed. And I started to get home to like seven o'clock and then I had to start resetting my life. And it didn't, it took like a full two days. I still don't know anything about a new phone. I'm the most confused 28 year old that's ever (laughs) getting a new phone. (laughs) I got fucking nothing. Um, But how'd your check ride go? (laughs) Like, how, how was your, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty crazy. Uh, so my my first check ride, we uh, we blasted out of Addison at like seven a.m. Yeah, we got to uh, Durant, Oklahoma. Uh, I think we landed about. It, it's like a twenty five minute flight. It's really not that bad. Uh-huh. So we started the check ride at eight thirty in the morning. At four forty five in the afternoon, I got my letter of uh, disapproval. Oh, <laughs> oh, buddy! It was brutal, dude. I mean, just I I ended up goofing up on something at the very end just because I, I was burnt. Oh, and uh, all day so, too, all day. So I uh, I jump seated back to Addison. I didn't have to fly back because I was like, "Fuck, man, you're beat." Yeah, I'm, you're <laughs> yeah. Full um, day, yeah, you don't want to fly back after that. Got back to Addison, then we turned around. Literally, like they retrained me at at Addison on the ramp. Jesus. And uh, they're like, "Cool, you know, take a day off, and uh, we'll send you back up there." Let's go. So then, I left Addison at five thirty on Wednesday in the afternoon. Yeah, I taught the one subject that I goofed up on, and then we went and flew, and I did my see if I check right at night. Not at night. Wow. Well, we got the ground reference maneuvers done before the uh, sun went down, but then we uh, um, cool. well, we did. I had to. So I had passed, to do. So yeah, you ended I had up to, passing the second time. 
Yeah, I passed the recheck. Oh, so the yeah. I did all my I did all my landings though at night, which is that's badass. Do you get extra cool. do you get extra points for that? Um I think you might get a little bit more leeway. That's um just I, because like just for a little the, bit a little bit more like leeway with like execution. Well, because like so I have to so I had to teach a in the airplane I had to teach a short field landing, so like simulate yeah. a short runway. Yeah. And then a soft field, so like simulate landing on a grass strip. Oh. So yeah, and so on the short field, you have to like hit your point and stop before a certain point. And I think you got a little bit of leeway on it, but I, I mean, I told the guy I was like, "All right, we're gonna hit the numbers and we're gonna stop by the thousand footers," and that happened. So fucking nailed it. Let's fucking go. So yeah, uh, boys, yeah. that's why we were off uh, social media for a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was week, been a crazy but we got week. it. We got it. We got it all done. We're and we're I've got another check right next week. So let's go. Nah, I'm busy. <laughs> but we'll we'll make definitely make time for uh for Same the pod. Way. They're talking they're talking about having my my having my next check right. They're gonna schedule me at like two in the morning or some crazy Good shit. God. So well, you'll have to stay awake and watch the race after that. That's what that's what that's what the plan is. If <laughs> if it is this weekend, let's go. Because <laughs> um, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot quicker check right. It's just an instrument add on for my flight instructor certificate, so it shouldn't take too long. Sweet. So we won't be off social media for a full week. No. All right. Good. Good. <laughs> um, dude, I got cookies defrosting upstairs, thawing upstairs. Uh, are you a soft or a cook or a crispy cookie guy? I I think I'm a soft cookie guy. Me too. Yeah, I think crispy cookies are overrated. It's just like overcooked cookies. I completely agree. I'm so glad we're on the same page on the podcast. Second question okay, about cookies. I also have a follow up question for that now. Okay, tell me. How do you eat your steak? Oh, got to be medium rare. Medium rare. My God. Yeah, medium rare. It's got to be, got to be at least, at least a little pink. I want a little bit of blood. Yeah, it's got, it's medium rare. I, people who eat steak, it's a crime. Uh, it's a crime. If it's, well if it's well done, it's a crime. I'm sorry, mom, if you're I, listening. Mom, my mom likes her steak well done. I'm sorry. Me mom, too. My mom likes crime. her steak well done. It's a crime. You know what it is? You know what it is? Because my mom is the same way. Okay. And you know, you know what it is? It's that people who eat steak well done. Don't understand steak. Yeah, yeah, they've never had a they, really high quality, like really they, good, they, dude. They grow up eating chicken, knowing yeah. that if chicken is a little pink, yep. then you can get sick. Yep, which is true. Yep, never eat pink chicken. Yeah, hundred percent. That's but exactly. That's exactly. Different. It's exact. You're exactly right. And here's what. And I'm about to reveal something about myself on this podcast. Because my mom always ate steak well done. Uh huh. I grew up my entire childhood not liking steak. Oof, tough look. Because. Nobody had ever given me a Good properly steak. cooked steak. Yeah. And so I was like, why would people eat steak? It's just chewy and tough and dry. And then I finally was an adult and I ordered a steak at a restaurant because my friends were I ordered a medium rare to look cool. And I was like, like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Holy shit. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> now you're living in Texas. Like, yeah, this is the jam. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I'm eating steak every fucking day. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. All right. I'm glad we're on the same page with that, but I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening, that's a crime and we'll get it changed at some point. <laughs> um, also, is cookie dough better than real in, than their actual cookie? Uh, I'd say in some cases, yes. Oh, dude, it is in every it case. Cookie, I, dude, cookie dough, is the, cookie, cookie dough is the shit. That is the shit. <laughs> I will, dude. I'll crush probably <laughs> out of the out of the cookies that I got defrosted or thawing out right now. I'll probably eat six cookies just raw and maybe like five, four to six cooked cookies. So it's just, yeah, it's a problem. Dude, I want fucking cookies, bro. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back on topic here. 
can't I can't wait till we do this. Um, dude, this I watched podcast. A... <laughs> this is a great. This is, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> dude, I watched. So I can't wait till we do this podcast live. We can make medium rare steaks and eat soft cookies. Dude, it, we can do that live on the pod. That would be next <laughs> level. The smell would come through through the microphone. I guarantee it. it the listeners will be like, "Yeah, I'm getting steak and cookies tonight." They might actually do it tonight. You never know. That should be a mile friendly tradition. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I watched a um a Lando Norris. Uh, I followed him on YouTube. Uh, good follow if you guys aren't already following Lando. Really funny guy. He does a whole bunch of random shit. Um, not F one uh, content at all. Like he does some F one content, obviously. Um, but he does a lot of other content. And I watched him go into a MotoGP race at Silverstone. Really cool. He got to meet his hero Valentino Rossi. Um, so that was really cool content. And then I watched him. He played. Uh, in the BMW Championship Pro Am in the UK, uh, it's part of the Dubai uh, and European World Tour, um, and it's a real big tournament. Uh, BMW Championship is a big tournament every year, and they have a pro am uh, where they have celebrities play um, 18 holes uh, with a professional golfer. And he played with Tyrrell Hatton, another UK guy. Um, Tyrrell Hatton's kind of a psychopath too. He's really animated. He throws, his, breaks his clubs. Lando said he does the same thing, so it was a great pairing. Um, and dude, I'm going to say it. Lando's pretty solid golfer. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard, I, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty tough critic. I'll say it. Um, I, I play college golf. Um, I'm a real tough critic when looking at swings, when people say, Oh, he's a real good golfer, but dude, Lando's is kind of a stick. He's got good action. Um, he didn't show a score. Um, but I mean the, he, they showed probably half of his shots on a full 18 hole round and he's, Kind of a stick, dude. He's pretty fucking good. I'd say. Why like didn't they show a score? Six or seven. He's. I mean, he. It's. It. It was just him recording it with his buddy. I don't know who his cameraman is. Um. Oh. But they just. They showed a couple like of his shots. They showed a sh- like a couple shots every hole, and if they showed a full hole, they'd show like, hey, bogey this one. He parred this one for a net par. But they didn't show every single every single shot. So uh, it didn't show a full final score. Um. And it's like <laughs> and it's like a scramble with Tyrrell Hatton too. So they were. I think they were combined at. 12 or 13 under and got like fourth place or something, which is really cool. Really cool. But Lando himself, I mean, he's probably a six or seven handicap. He's a pretty fucking good golfer, dude. I was impressed. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of his videos with him and um, Carlos Sainz and all those guys playing golf uh, in the off season. Um, They've played with John Rahm, um, number one player in the world, like last year. Um, One of my, one of my favorite videos ever uh, is Carlos Sainz's dad playing Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz's dad playing with John Rom and John Rom's dad and freaking Carlos Sainz and his dad. They're both such big fans of John. They, every time they hit a shot, they say, I am John Rom. I am John Rom. And it is, it's me and my, my buddy's favorite thing to say. Every time we watch, we watch professional golf. Now it's just, I am John Rom. And because of freaking Carlos Sainz and his dad playing golf with him. It's so funny. So definitely go check that YouTube channel out, Nick. I don't know if you've watched any of Lando's YouTube. I know you're a do. Lando fan. I know. So yeah, I do watch a lot of his YouTube. I watch like if you follow his quadrant too for his esports page. He does. I a don't. Lot of- no, I I don't. He he does a lot of interesting little uh, like fan questions, and if you want to get a hold of him, that's probably the best way to get a hold of him. Like if you like for Twitch and everything. Yeah, his quadrant YouTube yeah. channel. Dude, I'll have to. I'll definitely have to follow that. Um, but yeah, dude, it was just really good content. I was I was happy to. It was fun to see some sort of F one, sort of not F one. I mean, it was awesome for me. Golf and F one content is just the bees. It just gets me bricked up like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, that's so like that was. Yeah, that's just as good as it gets for me. So 
I thought that was really cool. So if anyone uh, listening to the pod wants something else, uh, some other sort of F1 content, check out Lando's YouTube page. Really cool stuff. Awesome. So do you think we should uh, get into uh, Singapore? For Singapore? Yep. I think this is the right time. Um, I got a couple things noted. Do you think Max will win the championship? Is that a question? <laughs> It's a written. I wrote it down. <laughs> Why did you write that down? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer is yes, people. <laughs> He's going to win the championship this year. <laughs> it's going to happen in Singapore. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, tell me your tell me your podium or tell me who's qualifying number one, Nick. Uh, is it going to be? Does he? Does Max at least? Does he qual? Does he win wire to wire? That's my question now. I think Max wins wire to wire, man. Fuck. He's he's yeah, unstoppable. With, the car's unstoppable. The cars the with the motivation he's got this week too. Like he hasn't had much motivation. Like yeah, be win every win every race. Yeah, but now he's got the trophy in his sights. Like if I win it this week, it's fucking over. I think he's gonna go <laughs> as hard as he went last year against Lewis. Now that being said, that being said. Singapore, I honestly love the track. Yeah, a lot of drivers don't like it. It is a very demanding city race that has very close proximity walls, and it's at night, and so the lights even can be disorienting when you're driving past them at 200 miles an hour. Oh yeah, I've seen probably um, seen car footage of the lights, and it's a problem. That being said, I mean, this is a race where anybody can clip a barrier and just change the entire outcome of the race. So that being said, I mean, it's going to be worth watching. It's going to be a dogfight, especially in qualifying. Um, I don't know that we'll see too many on-track overtakes. I think the safety car and the pit strategy is what's going to dictate the winner of this race. Max Verstappen. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man, but I'd say buckle in. It's going to be... Uh, it's this race is always a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah. So um, I think I think that's pretty much everyone's prediction is max number one. Um, do you think anyone else? Who do you, who do you think thinks going to round at the podium? Because we got some other we got some uh, other races involved that aren't just max racing. We got some other like championship drivers races, some constructors cup championship race points. I think we could see a red car on the podium. Yep, I agree. They sort of um, they sort of got it together last week. They sort of look like a real Formula One team. For a full yeah, no. for a full fifty six laps or whatever it was, I think the yellow shirts helped them a little bit. Um, Honestly, dude, it just changed the pace. <laughs> dude, I don't know if it was just what they need, if they just needed some kind of change, but so it, something worked. And I don't know if it was the yellow or if Matias shut up or what. Well, I mean, they were still like really asking the drivers about strategy. They were, which, I mean, they were asking a couple people were asking other drivers, and I don't know if they were just pointing it out more, but I still think it's a fucking weird weird decision to ask your driver what what they think is the right decision because they have none of the data they have nothing they're just they make an impulsive decision just like lando did to lose a race like bad decision to ask a driver mid-race what the best strategy is i know you did karting have you done any uh grand have you done any grand prix races i have not no so i've done one okay um with our rvr as a as a reserve driver oh yeah yeah yeah, you told me that and um it's it's amazing. It's really amazing when you're in the car, you know. And we, we're in, in our VR. We're not rap, lapping at <laughs> at 200 miles an hour, but we were right. lapping, you know. 
110, 120. How little of what the fuck's actually going on? Like, yeah. I knew the car behind me. And I knew the car in front of me. I didn't really know anything else other than that. Yeah, it's it's such a weird dynamic to to have to. And even the drivers were like, dude, I don't fucking know. Like, I'm like, maybe like yeah, the mediums <laughs> are better. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. And they always make the wrong decision. It seems like. Every well, time they, they, they're like, well, it feels fine right now. I don't know how it's going to feel in five laps. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Look at the fucking data that you have. Look at the giant computer yeah, that you, millions of dollars on. Yeah. You have like 18 screens in that fucking pit box. Yeah. It was, it's, uh, so it's a, <laughs> another weird thing. But Ferrari, actually, I'll say it, they just they look like a real, they look like the team they should have looked like all fucking year. Yeah. No, it was. Uh... And if they look like that all year, we'd have a better championship. So that's on them. But. I think we can definitely see a red car on the podium. Yeah, so I'm I'm not I'm gonna say for betting purposes, dude. I think Carlos, man, he's he's he more consistent. It. He's more consistent. He's more bro. consistent. He's a smooth operator. Yeah, I think I think Checo makes a or I think Leclerc makes a poor decision this weekend. Yeah, I think with he, the tight with the tight wall with the tight walls that at night. Yeah, I think he has he a makes, poor decision. I think he makes a bad decision. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. Um, we're gonna go with we're gonna go as as a team. We're gonna go with Max, Checo. No, sorry, Max, Carlos. I'm gonna say Lewis. Should I say George Russell? I think you should. I think it's gonna be one. I think it's honestly gonna be one of those two. Whoever has a better qualifying, whoever whoever starts up front, and I think Lewis has got good. And bad memories of this track. He's got some scar tissue, but he's also got a chip on his shoulder. Um, I think Lewis is going to keep it out of the barrier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think George Russell's got much more of a chance to put it in. Put it in a wall. I mean, at this this track, everyone has a chance to put it in the wall. I can't. I can't tell you. I mean, especially when I play races on the F one game at like full length. Yeah, it's tough. I, I hit that. I hit that rewind button a lot at Singapore. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If I'm more than like 15 laps, yeah, I'm, dude, I'll lose focus for a half a second just in a video game, and you're dead. You're dead. There's that one part, that one corner that goes right before you go under the bridge, like when you go under the grandstand to come back to the other side. Dude, mine's always the the Latifi corner. No, mine's not. It's not that I. It's not that I hit the barrier, but I always cut that corner just a little too soon, and I always get a penalty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so true. <laughs> oh, so it's I, like, oh, I'm fuck, excited. man, I got a five-second ex- drive-through penalty. Like, my race is cooked. I'm fighting I'm, Lewis. Yeah, I'm excited about the race, actually. Now that we're talking about it, I'm excited. Now that we're getting hyped up for this weekend, we didn't have a race week last weekend, so we're missing we're missing formula racing, and I'm excited. Yeah, I'm ready to go racing, man. I I, I think everyone's ready to go racing. Fuck yeah, It's dude. crazy. We've had, like, two summer breaks. I know, yeah, this, this secondary break was such bullshit. especially having like a really tough week with work and stuff so like i'm just ready for a good fucking grand prix nice week i don't want anyone the weekend we both got the weekend off am i right (laughs) yeah uh okay so far actually i may have my double eye check right (laughs) well either way well we'll be uh catching one of us will catch it live the other will catch it just a couple hours later and we'll get our reactions sunday night that's that's yeah for sure I'm really hoping that they schedule me at like 2 a.m. So that way, if that's the case, I can just fucking finish at four, come home, fucking have a burrito and a beer and get ready. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> How did I? That's because we're partners, buddy. <laughs> that's how we're going to do it here when you're back home. <laughs> a burrito and a beer. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to we're going to go to El Tapatio. We're going to get some fucking 
uh, or Santiago's and get some burritos and fucking. Oh, dude, I fucking can't wait to come home for Santiago's. Oh, I, 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 I tell all these Texans, dude, I tell them, I'm like, yo, so Texans don't do Mexican food right. It, which is weird. They don't. No, they do Tex-Mex, which is not Mexican food. That's true. What yeah, we, have we have in Colorado is also different. That's Mountain Mex. We have class. No, we have Mountain Mex. So good. Our Mexican food is remixed. But because it's so it's so based on green chili. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and, and nowhere else in the world is it really like that. Dude, so like the, the taste that I'm used to for Mexican food, I don't get here. Yeah. And also in North Dallas, dude, some of the Mexican places are just so fucking whitewashed. It's insane, dude. <laughs> dude, we I was, to, I was we like, got to, we had dude. I had a food truck at work today. They came in for the last, uh, for the end of the season. That my boss bought us a food truck, the Roadrunner food truck here in Colorado. Oh, buddy, died. Was it good? Oh my god, I had quesadilla and chicken nachos. It was fire. So, yo, oh, that's another thing. A lot of Texans, when I try, I tell them like, do some of the best food you get from like, do you remember Dos Bros? Dos Bros, fire. Yeah, it's just as good as Dos Bros. Unbelievable Mexican food. Yeah, like some of the best food comes off. Some of the best Mexican foods comes off of. Uh, Food trucks. No, for sure out here. Dude, speaking about here, look at this elite hat that I got. I don't know if you can see it on. Uh, it's it's a. I'm corduroy, not monitoring the. Uh, dude, it's the, a corduroy yeah. Colorado Avalanche hat with Joe Sackick on it. Look at this. Let me look see. This thing. <laughs> that is such a dad hat, dude. Dude, it, it's made of corduroy. Oh, dude, it is <laughs> elite. <laughs> dude, the best. It's probably my favorite car I had. I own. It's fucking sick. Sean is is uh, famous for the dad hats. Dude, it's my it's my thing. So I'm gonna get a. I can't. I've, I've, as soon as I find a quality Formula One dad hat, it's gonna be my my daily driver. Dude, Lewis has a couple dad hats. He does. Yeah, Lewis is a big dad hat guy. I've definitely no, seen that because his he's his, a big his, weird hat guy. His dreadlocks look really good in a dad hat though. <laughs> that's why i think dude he pulls it off he knows, oh dude I think, man, I the think... man knows style nick lewis knows style i should know this when's your birthday october 10th oh that's coming up yeah baby so i was setting aside some money to get my girl a christmas present but that is not a thing so <laughs> instead i'm going to get you a lewis hamilton dad hat dude, i i literally can't wait that's gonna be dude it's gonna be my i, I think i've already seen the one i don't Dude, I there's think, so many options. I literally have no idea which one you'd pick. It's ah, uh, dude, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I've got it already in my head. This is brilliant. Let's go. <laughs> well, shit, dude. Do you have any other? Um, do you have any other motorsports, Formula One? Any other hot takes? Any other cooking takes? What do we got? Any? We got a lot. We had a lot on this podcast. We had a lot of a lot of info thrown at the people for for not having a race this weekend. We covered a lot. Is there anything we're missing on the news? I feel like there is. Dude, I don't know. We, I kind of, I had a, a big note, note written, and we kind of went through everything. Um, any any other thoughts on Singapore? How do you think uh, the midfield is going to look? Um, ah, uh, lots of there's going to be there's going to be a crash on lap one. There's there's going to be a crash on the first corner. Um, that could be. Um, I hope George Russell gets caught up in it. Let me real quick before, because this is a race where weather can shift like crazy. Let me, we'll do a quick weather brief before we go. Perfect. See what we yeah, can we've been expect. ripping, we've been ripping for a solid hour and 20 minutes right now. So we got a pretty solid pod going, but after this weather report, I think that'll be, uh, I think that's a good way to end it. And we'll cover, we'll cover post Singapore in about, what is that? Seven days, less than uh, five days away. Dude, let's freaking go. Um, I'm pretty sure we're five days out. What day is today? The 26th. 
And one, two, three, four, five, six days till race day. Let's go. You got weather for Singapore this weekend? Getting it from my new app that I just got. New weather? Is it Avia weather? No, so I don't use this for aviation. I just, oh. I mean, actually, sometimes I end up do using it for aviation. Um, but where is Singapore? It's in Asia. Yeah, it's in like central. It's in it's in Central Asia, right? South Asia. South, South Asia. Asia. South Asia. I should know it for fucking Singapore. It's my brother that went to the Philippines. It's around there, right? <sighs> Yeah, in that central southern. Yeah, it's on mainland though. No, it's on it's on the tip of Malaysia. Okay, yeah, I don't know that. No, there's probably some crazy ass weather going on right now, bro. It's actually raining like crazy right now. Yeah, but they're getting some fucking wild weather right now. <laughs> oh, what you interesting. got? Interesting. What you got for the people? Say it out loud. So this race starts at like eight o'clock usually. Let me look up the actual local time. Um, but do you got the weather pulled up for the for the race weekend? Yeah. Uh, hit us with uh, with qualifying weather uh, all day Saturday. What you got? What do we got? So all day Saturday. Eighty nine percent chance of. No, it looks like it's going to be dry by the time the qualifying starts. But for free practice, it's going to be uh, 80% chance of of heavy rain. Cool. Um, Local time, the uh, F1 race local time is... uh, Sorry, that's fucking Friday. Um, Local race Formula 1 is going to be uh, 1,800 to 1,900. All right, so we're looking at... 80, uh, 78 six o'clock, to, 6 o'clock to 7, 80% chance. Of uh, scattered thunderstorms and severe thunderstorms. Okay. Um, we got the actual GP is going to be <clears throat> at 20 to 22. So we got, what is that? Fucking... 3% chance thunderstorms. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Yep. So it's it's going to be, be a wet, a, it's gonna be a wet race, baby. It's going to be a wet race. Let me see if there's any. So now this is the 10 days. So, I mean, this is very subject to change. Um, 51 laps this weekend. So it's going to be windy and rainy. Dude, it's going to be a crazy one. Get hyped, people. It's, gonna, it's kind of good news for the drivers. It's going to be a little cooler. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, dude, the wet, the wet, wet tires is going to, it's going to make a, it's going to make an exciting weekend. I think I think if it's a wet race, that the chance of crash on the first lap is going to be less likely. Because I mean, they've all, all been pretty, be... they've all been pretty, pretty good this year about it, uh, about the spray. But have we had a really wet race this year? No, not really. This will be the first one, and I'm fucking just as wet as the weather, Nick. I am too. I I, <laughs> I don't think we've seen the blue stripes this year, have we? Uh... Not the full wets, no. I don't think we've seen the full wets. Maybe at uh, Singapore maybe, as well. Maybe actually. in qualifying sometime, but I don't think so. I hope the race starts dry and ends wet. That'd be fun. That would make that is what we're talking about. That's the that's the hot take we're sticking with that we want. 
Or I like that more than starts wet than ends dry. I mean, I any like kind the, of any kind of weather change in the race, I'm happy with. I think if like the the whole race is, is like the whole race is dry, and then like the last twenty laps, it's just a fucking downpour, and everyone has to get triple wet. That'd be that'd make it so entertaining. I think my as long as they don't fucking you know red flag the race for the rain, it, it has to be. You know, just wet enough where it's just completely brutal to drive on uh, wet tires, but still not. <laughs> not sketchy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, what that's what we're hoping for. Um, So that pretty much wraps up uh, lap seven here of the Village A podcast. Um, we got some new news, too. Uh, I already said it once here, but we do have a new Instagram page. Um, we kind of peeled off Mile High Parlay. We are still presented and hosted by Mile High Parlay. But we are now on Instagram as at the Village A Podcast. Um, so hit us up on there. Any emails that you want to send us for questions is uh, the village, the village pod at gmail.com. Um, so hit us up on any of those. Give us a follow, subscribe, listen on pretty much every fucking uh, podcast uh, system you want Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, anything you want. We're on there. Um, you got anything else, Nick? Uh, follow Yuki Sonoda on OnlyFans. Yeah, he's probably got one. I'm gonna make him one, dude. That's how we get the content, <laughs> baby. That's how we get the followers. <laughs> so we will also we'll see you all next week after Singapore. Uh, we'll hopefully get a podcast out on Sunday after the race. We'll definitely record one after the race. Um, but after that, uh, we got nothing. All right, all right, buddy. Well, once we'll, again, we'll see you next week. Thank y'all for making it all the way through, and uh, see. Ya. Yeah, see you later, boys.